everybody, and welcome back to the JoyClicks Gamescast. I'm your host, Christian Buckley, for episode 102, joined by my co-host, my partner in podcasting, the cozy conductor, Kevin Diaz. How are you? Oh, I like that. Yo, the PIP? The PIP? The PIP was good. Um, Just uh, touched on yesterday. Uh, I'm, I'm at like a cool, like... 80 88 on metacritic right now you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i'm usually on that you know 95 of course you know 95 higher of course the greatness tier but you know i'm at like an 87 right now you're at um, a horizon tier don't be doing that bro, don't be doing that, bro. Don't <laughs> i'm be, sorry don't be doing that i'm man. sorry hey you, you lined it up for me right there i'm god so sorry but you, you laid it out damn it god you, you laid it out it. you hate to hear it you hate to hear it uh <laughs> but uh Oh, I'm good. Um, I tried to keep up with news as much as possible this past mm-hmm. weekend, but I had a lot of things going on. Um, For sure. Yeah, but uh, we here. Uh, we got some good stuff to talk about, but I also did play some games. You know what I'm saying? One thing I got to say before. So the main game I played was uh, Kirby this mm-hmm. this this weekend, right? I don't know if it's my Switch, man. I don't know if it's because I keep it on the, like, on the dock 24-7. Right, but that battery drains real fast, bro. I don't know, man. I feel like I was only able to play like two and a half hours at a time, if that, mm-hmm. and it would just deplete. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I hate to see it. It's definitely time for a new switch. Maybe I mean, what that switch is five years old at this point. I think. Yeah, you yeah. Ha- you have a launch switch also, right? You didn't get like the half step thing. N- no, I have a launch year switch. Yeah, so I think it came out in like March. I got mine in November for Black Friday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that was before the the revision. Um, I, I think it was before the the revision. Yeah. 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 I believe, if I'm remembering the presentation correctly, when they initially announced it, I think they said the range is two and a half to six and a half. Depends Damn. on the game and the brightness. So yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shoot. But yeah, we we uh still got some hours in. You know, it was alright. But I was like, damn, like this switch is. Burning a lot quicker on battery than I thought. And, like, also, just because I don't really play on handheld mode, there is that, mm-hmm. too. So, I'm maybe I'm just not used to it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get How to Kirby. You? But, sorry, what was that? How are you? I'm all right. We got hit with a all cold right. front. And Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I was prepared for, you know, summertime, springtime. But it was, like, 30 yesterday. So, I'm back to long sleeves. <laughs> but. Mm. Mm settling in with some fun stuff to talk about fun games uh starting off we're gonna kick the show off the way we normally do with patch notes uh not fun but like not surprising uh yesterday we're recording this wednesday march 30th tuesday march 29th in the morning nintendo tweeted out a video with zelda producer agio numa standing in front of a black background uh fresh cut New suit, looking clean. Was he like, looks hey. he looks real good. I oh, saw yeah. a side by side. I forgot which big account mm-hmm. tweeted it, but man's looking clean in twenty twenty two. Factual, factual. But go ahead. That is the look of a developer who is about to drop a masterpiece. You know, getting ready, uh, tidying up. Hope so. We we can uh, surely hope so. You know. Uh yeah. So he was like, hey, I know we said we were aiming for twenty twenty two, but. We're pushing the game to spring 2023. They showed some new footage, 
and he was like the the scope of it is so big and we want to make sure it's right and we have a high expectation to live up to after the first game so we decided to push it hope you forgive us and then the internet blew up with the Miyamoto quote that I don't even think is a Miyamoto quote so uh, yeah <clears throat> Zelda Spring 2023 are you surprised no I think yeah, I called right. it uh, I'm pretty sure I called it I thought you were like nah bro now when when you said no it's even coming out this year was it the like hopeful mentality right like how I have with factions is is this your factions of like no you know you were you were hoping that it was coming out even though there is plenty of skepticism that like it might not or were you dead ass like it's coming out in 2022 no no no, no. i would i like i would have liked it to play it this year but i think ever since they put the date on it last year at e3 i was like that's not 2022 oh okay all right okay the I, thing i'm convinced about is starfield i think the starfield is hitting this year and oh I'll no you're gonna words. be way wrong yeah you're you're gonna be eating something bro trust mm-hmm. that just for that. sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not it. like Bethesda it. does this every time they have a big game, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. With Zelda, I ever since yeah, because I think the first week, maybe day of the announcement last year at E3, I think Schreier was like aiming for 2022 means it's a 2023 game, and ever since then I was like it's going to be a 2023 game. I had the opportunity to draft it first round in our fantasy critic league this year. I did not. Because I, I did not think it was coming this year. Omar got it. Um, yeah, for a very long time, I have not been convinced that it's a 2022 game. Mm. So mm. I don't even think I, I put it on my anticipated list when we did the conversation. Right, right. Then I, I totally misremembered, yeah. Um, I'm going to just double down on, I think you tweeted this last night or sometime recently, I think. Or maybe you said it in our group chat. I forgot, but um, if it's twenty twenty three, can we please, please get it on mm-hmm. a new SKU of Switch? Please, please, please. Yeah. Can we please launch it with a Switch? Please with a Switch Pro. Please. I'm, yeah. I'm begging. You. Like I'm begging someone. I'm, the please. fact that it's positioned as spring. There's a, there's a, n- a number of things I think tied to this announcement that I have been thinking over the last twenty four hours. The first one you bring up, right, like, I'll I'll tie it to this. I think them saying spring, I believe them that it's spring. I don't think it's going to slip to fall because why not just say 2023 at that point? Uh, You're not hurting anybody by saying 2023. The game was, what, like eight months out from now, maybe, if it was a November title. Just say, like, yep, it's another 16, sorry. Uh, I, I believe them about spring, and I think it works out anniversary-wise because it would be six years since Breath of the Wild the, this coming Mar- March, March 2023. And I'm with you. That's the other conversation, the hardware. Uh, nobody's really been able to pin down a solid answer about what those Switch Pro rumors were for the last two years. The likely thing is because of the chip shortage, they were like, we got the screens, let's just make the screens. And um, whatever tech they were planning for an upgrade just got pushed out, which there's, it's all speculation, it's all hearsay. I am resting in that camp right now in terms of where, where all that smoke came from. But I agree, I would like Zelda to launch alongside if not a Switch 2, 
like like a Switch Pro, right? That's the only easy way to say it because Zelda replicate the success of the Switch when it launched initially. Like it makes too much sense to not do it. And if they've been reportedly planning a hardware revision that's better for what feels like two years now, like it, it feels like it would line up enough to make sense on every front, right? I hope so, but man, like at this point, I don't, man, I'm going to be giving Nintendo some props later on in the show for sure. But like, I mm-hmm. hope that I, I, we, yeah, no, the, um, the switch is showing its age in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, yeah, I would, I would personally like a new model. Yes. And I, I would absolutely buy it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm with you. And I think for a long time, and even to some degree still, uh, from at least the experience that I've had with it, they're able to get by with a lot of the choices they make like on a foundation level. But even with quote-unquote first-party stuff like Pokemon Company products, like the seams show, you know? So like I, I think six years, I know what a couple months ago it, it feels like the furikawa quote was like switch is still halfway through its life cycle which i feel like they say that every year um i i i think six years that's an average console run you know especially from nintendo i, I think their handhelds usually go a little bit longer so yeah, yeah. i guess it just and, depends on how they view the switch internally yeah, and, like, I hope they view it as, like, a brand, right? So much like the mm-hmm. DS brand where they had, like, you know, what, the DS Lite. Is the 3DS considered in that DS no. umbrella or is that a different – okay, so that's different. Okay, but, like, um, you know, there were there were multiple SKUs of consoles in those umbrella of mm-hmm. families, right? So the Switch can be that too. I don't see why not. Yeah, we really I, have the Lite, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think the distinction between that and this would be – to my knowledge, the DS family never had any power differences in terms of hardware performance with the revision. Like, the DSi added a camera, and the DS Lite slimmed it down. I think it was all still the same internals. Um, the 3DS, I think, is the more uh, thing closer to what you're suggesting, where there was the 3DS and the 2DS, which were the same internals. And then there was the new 3DS and the new 2DS, which I think had a a buffed up processor because they had a couple exclusive games for those new branded consoles like Xenoblade Chronicles got ported and that was a Wii game. I think there was a Fire Emblem game. And I genuinely, I think that was it. I don't think they got any other. You can only play these on the new family brand. So yeah, it's interesting. I think... If you're gonna ship it with a game, ship it with Zelda because it worked before six years ago. But um, yeah, more time if somebody hasn't played it or wants to replay it. You got a year, unless they drop some re-releases, which I'm sure they will. Yeah. So. And you, do you think there's a world where they present something about Breath of the Wild too that would? make you curious to try that over the first one? Because I know you you tried the first one and you gave it a shot, but like, do you think there's anything they could show? Because at least historically with Zelda, 
you can really hop in on any of them. Like you don't need to have played a pre-existing one. This is an exception where it's like same world and version of these characters. But I, I think the important thing for them with Zelda is that anybody can pick up any Zelda as their first one. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if I see something that's enticing, mm. I'm enticed. Um, I can't think of anything right now that I would really want to uh, see in a Zelda. I just don't have that frame of reference. Sure. Um, all, all I have is that I tried the first one, you know what I'm saying? Spent like an hour with it, two hours with it, and uh, wasn't vibing with, um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't vibing with, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like, I, I don't know how to explain, like, I don't know. I don't know. I want a little push of direction. Some, some type of goal. You know, mm-hmm. some 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 type of some like it could be even as many school as like, hey, you know, just simply go here, go to this region, you know. I mean, it has that. Does it? It does. Yeah. I know. What's the light? I don't know, bro. Just you know, man. I don't know. They put a, they put four markers on your map. They're like, go go to these four, have fun. <sighs> I don't know, dog. I mm-hmm. don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I'm not even saying it's bad. It's just not for me. I don't know. No, or yeah, at least I didn't feel like it was for me back in 2017. And granted, yeah. it's, that's that's five years ago, so you know. Did you did you get the glider? I think yeah. I remember talking to some dude on yeah. top of a tower, and then um yeah I yeah I do recall the glider. Yes, I do. Yeah, because once after you get the glider, they put the markers on your map. They're like, here are the four dungeons. Essentially, make your way to those or the final boss right now, and then as you go towards them, that's how everything shakes out your way but um yeah so that's a 2023 game i'm sure they're gonna release the wii u hd versions of twilight princess or wind waker finally in the meantime but um that's the zelda update for now there's a lot of lore stuff that's maybe teased out in that trailer which is interesting to me but um i imagine we'll see maybe a demo at e3 this year and it's probably going to disappear until it comes out after that, if I had to guess. So, not too far away, but keep waiting. Well, since we're talking Nintendo, why don't we move on to what we're playing, Kevin? You have spent how many hours with Kirby? I know you said you're halfway, but... Yeah, I'm halfway. Um, I'm in the ballpark, we'll say like... We'll say like four, three and a half, maybe something like that. We'll mm-hmm. we'll 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 stay around there. Um, there's there's six total regions of the map, and I've been to three so far. Nice. Um, so I got four, five, and six to knock out. Um, plan to have it done by the end of the week. So definitely next week I'll have a full encompassing thoughts on the game as a whole. But um, yeah. So uh, as we said before in previous episodes, my only uh, touchstone for Kirby was Epic Yarn on the Wii. And I really didn't even play it. I just watched my sister play it. Um, and so this is, like, uh, essentially my first, like, real go at Kirby. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I got to say, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised, Christian. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people li- 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 like to throw out the word, uh, this game uh, uh, has a lot of charm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, for 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 better or for worse, they'll use the word charm to low, you know, to just sugarcoat a game. But in all essence, I think that this game is really great. 
um i think this game does have a lot of charm <laughs> in like the mm-hmm. truest way in form of um uh it, i don't know if this is the first time curry's been voiced i feel like it wasn't because he's been in smash he or kirby's been in smash um mm-hmm. so i assume he's a like i assume he had the voice there but kirby is the cutest little shit i've ever encountered in gaming period you know i i i yo i'm a new kirby fan i fucks with Kirby, dude he's he's just like like this like this game is so cute right so endearing right charming Mm -hmm. right but it's also like kind of like hilarious in in some ways of like mm-hmm. I don't know it was just funny as hell to see just like all these stakes and and all these uh 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 you know boss battles that I'm going through all these goons that I'm fighting whatever and it's just this little pink blob you know that's sucking mm-hmm. things up and using these different abilities upgrading these different abilities saving um the uh, waddle dees as well and all that um I'm 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 really enjoying the game. I feel like this is definitely like something that I was looking for in, in, in terms of like a bit like like of a palate cleanser, um, for sure. It's kind of fulfilling that wanting of a new Odyssey game as well, or or just another 3D uh, Mario game um, as well. It's it's definitely filling that filling that need for it or that wantingness for that. Um, I think it's a great game, man. Is it's not like the most complex hard game ever, of course. Whatever. Um, I'm playing on. I, I think they call it wild mode. There's like yes. two different modes. There's like easy mode and a wild mode, whatever. I figure wild mode would be just fine. Lo and behold, it is very much just fine. Um, yeah, like it, it, it's 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 definitely not something that if you're gonna like want to look for like super intricate like difficulties or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Duh. I don't think you would go to a Kirby game, but. Um, I'm enjoying at least the level design in a lot of different ways. I feel like they're constantly like throwing something new at me. Um, one that I can note that was like the latest, like ah, oh, like okay, this is a cool change of pace. When um, I was in the water region, I think it's the third uh, region on the map, and um, there's a mini game where you're doing a bit of, like a Star Fox type thing uh, in the air for a little bit in a given level, and um, they do that constantly throughout the game as well just throw just something new at you to do as in spite of just you um uh going through the motions and battling these different enemies left and right like they throw something new at you that i think is really cool and um yeah like i'm i'm i i think that the game is really polished um it's it's one of those smooth good 30s right Mm -hmm. that we we talk about where uh i think that might just equate to just the frame pacing right if it has yeah. good frame pacing, I think that might be what dictates a good or a bad thirty. Um, but this does have a have a smooth, consistent thirty, um, as far as I can tell. I haven't looked at I haven't looked at Digital Foundry yet, but just from my eye personally and like what I've experienced on my Switch, pretty consistent overall. Um, yeah, I, I I I I'm really enjoying the game. You know, I'm 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 liking the the just lighthearted like palate cleanser, cute nature of Kirby. Uh, mm-hmm. And the for and the forgotten land, pretty sure that's yeah. what it's called. So, did you yeah. pick it up? I was tempted to launch day, but I w- I want to finish Elven Ring before I dive mm. into anything else. Because I I'm with you. I love Kirby. I played Kirby Squeak Squad on the DS. That case is on my shelf still. I love that game. It starts with like 
uh, Kirby gets his cheesecake stolen, and then he gets pissed off and goes to beat the fuck out of King Dedede because he thinks he stole it. Fire. And he's like, why'd you beat me up? I didn't see your cake, dude. And then it's like, oh, surprise, there's a bunch of mouse thieves, and then that's the rest of the game. So, like, there is that charm to Kirby always, and everything I've seen, I did play the demo of the game. Um, I was also very struck by the quality of it, you know, because I, I think there's a, like, there's a there's a cloud around Kirby that it's like, oh, this is games for, like, four-year-olds, which, like, they're, I think they're designed in ways that anybody can pick up and enjoy them, but... For everything I played in that demo, I really liked. And I was like, well, this is kind of like borderline impressive even with some of the stuff they were doing. Uh, and the the demo also had a boss fight, which I really enjoyed. So, um, yeah, I, I am excited to get to it. I'm glad it's struck a chord with you because it seems like this is Kirby's big moment, the way that literally every Nintendo franchise has had when they come to Switch. So, mm. very exciting. Yeah, no, and um, uh, I think the the like last point I think I want to make is that you know um, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm pretty critical of Nintendo, right? I feel like I am very hard on them in a lot of ways, you know what I'm saying? Um, and in terms of like the Switch Online stuff as well and everything, which I still hold those critiques as well, right? But at the end of the day, their their games are of a high polished quality. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though, you know, a lot of the games are not the coveted 60 frames that I hope they would be. Right. Or or want a lot of games to be right. Um, I don't like like that may come off as a double standard of me, you know, uh, wanting 60 frames for a lot of these games. Right. But for me, it's like, yo, th- I know the switch is a low powered system. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know in a lot of cases. 60 frames is just not going to be possible on that. So I grade them a little bit differently on that specifically in terms of performance, right? I know we talked about that last week about um, uh, the overall like quality and performance of games on hardware from Nintendo and all that and how um, they most times, honestly, don't meet the uh, 60 frames bar and everything. But at the end of the day, what I'll still stand by and what I don't think was very transparent last week and what I want to be clear this week that I've always had is that no matter what you say about Nintendo, they make high quality games, period. You know, mm-hmm. you don't hear about their games being broken, right? You don't yeah. hear about Cyberpunk 2077s on Nintendo's side, you know. Um, they may be of a smaller scale when you compare it to other games that are coming out, absolutely, right? But at the end of the day, they are of a high quality, Right, and they launch in a high quality. So, yeah, Kirby is another example of that. So, shout out to Kirby. Yeah, and I, I, I think part of the reason why, because I know growing up you were mostly PS2, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wii era, growing up with that as the main console in the house, but for a few years, I think made me just prepared for evaluating the game as it is. And that's why today I'm like, I don't care what a frame rate is as long as it's stable. Um, Because I I agree with what you're saying. Like, I think when you compare, like, Legends Arceus, right, which is not really open world, but, like, it's going for a big scope. 
when you compare it to literally any other game like that on any other console, yeah, like, what is this, you know? But I, I do think that within, like you're saying, and maybe it is a double standard, but, like, I think within the expectations you get out of the hardware, if you just go in with that in mind, sometimes it, like, it allows you to still be impressed, I guess, for to some degree. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. I hope that we get a new hardware, Switch 2, Switch Pro, whatever, soon, just because um, even within that, I think there are signs of some, some of their titles. Like, I, we're a couple months away, may, maybe maybe like one more year away from things being like, okay, we're either stagnant or it's falling apart. So Like, um, what was the, uh, like, a Bowser's Fury, I heard, had a lot of performance issues. For example, like, like, that's like the latest thing that I could think of that's the most recent. I think that came out last year around this time, right? It, With, um, yeah, I mean, I played World. that in January and it ran fine on me. Digital Foundry says otherwise, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, like there is that, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they got, they could have patched it within the year because they did patch Zelda of it. So like I, I it might have been rough at launch. I don't know, but I, okay. I played it in January. Right. right. Um, but yeah. Oh, January of this year. Yes. Because it came out. Okay. Got it. Uh, okay. 2021, I think. February. Got, okay. Yeah. 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 I, I think it was last year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited to get to Kirby. Uh, I'm really not playing anything else for a while. That's new. Like I'll I'll pick up Switch Sports also, but like in terms of progressing, it's either Backlog or Kirby. So mm. very exciting. Uh, I'll throw this to you also because again, I'm I'm still playing Elden Ring. Surprise, mm. surprise. I'm, I probably have another 15 hours. Uh, keeping with that theme of fantasy. Titina's Dragon's Keep, Wonderlands, Borderlands 2 expansion, pre, prerequisite for the Wonderlands game, which you're going to get, right? I have, actually. Code provided oh. by Gearbox. Oh, my God. I, I, okay. I, I almost said, I almost said, um, what the fuck I almost said? I almost said someone that was not it. Gearbox 2K, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, don't need to disclose that because I'm not talking about Wonderlands, but I do have a code uh, downloaded to my PS5, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely feel like I needed to first play the the DLC that precedes this in a similar vein that they released that Lilith DLC that preceded mm-hmm. Borderlands 3 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started that last night. I know it's a smaller DLC overall. Like, it's four hours. Um, I'm only like an hour in. I'm very, very early in it. Um, it definitely Borderlands 2. Definitely is Borderlands 2. Uh, same structure, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, overall. Um, yeah, and, I actually uh, loaded yeah. it up also a couple days ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 straight up Borderlands 2 um, in, in, in terms of everything uh, from the gameplay and all that. And, like, it is it, – it, and, like, I haven't played Borderlands since Borderlands 3, but I binged the series – Ah, uh, which summer was that? I was going through a breakup. Which summer was that? 2019? I think it was 2019. I think it was 2019. Yeah, yeah. Since, like, 2019, I, I binged the whole series during a summer um, leading up to Borderlands 3, which came out, I believe, that fall, if I'm thinking correctly. Um, so it is it is always nice to come back after a while 
um, to Borderlands once again and, and and hear those sound cues and 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 get the overall like Borderlands vibe that I loved as a kid and still love today. Um, so, but you know, just I wasn't expecting anything crazy new with the DLC. Um, but it is it is doing really cool things that I think I've never experienced. Where um, we have Tiny Tina like literally changing the game on the fly right and like uh she like uh uh she throws in this really hard boss fight and then little it's like well tina like you can't just have your first boss fight be something that the player can't beat she's like oh okay you're right you're right let's just do something like a little bit less so like she changes the boss fight like on the fly like stuff like that that i could see like how that was really cool back when this came out in what 2013 2012 um so uh and I still think it's cool to this day as well. Like so, the DLC itself is uh, overall good, but I'm still very early in it, um, and I plan to beat that here soon before we get into uh, Wonderlands and all nice. that. Um, did we talk about Returnal last week? I think we did. We did, yeah. Yeah, I haven't played it since, so that's 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 fine. I do need to get on that as well, and at least beat the tower because I think with the Tower of Sisyphus, like all the story stuff you can do if you get through the third phase of the tower. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely got to do that. But but yeah, that's that. Nice. Uh, there is one other thing that I've experienced over the last week. I didn't really think there was a better place to put it. So instead of playing something, I didn't watch something. I did see the first episode of the Halo TV series on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, how was it? How was it? How was it? So I was going in... Like, for catching people up, I played the multiplayer growing up. I played the campaigns the first time last year. I'm newer to the world of Halo and, like, the stories of Halo. So I don't have that, like, longstanding established love for it the way I do other franchises. But I was surprised because I enjoyed it. And I, I did talk with Mike and Jack, friends of the channel, and you've seen on the channel. They are long-standing Halo fans, and both of them enjoyed it as well. So I think the interesting things are the way they're positioning Master Chief, because in the games, despite however much people want to say it, Master Chief is not a deep character at all. He's not a char- He's a blank slate that spews one-liners and some cool, fun things. And then when Halo Four, the campaign shifted, and they're like, he's he's got a personal touch to him. He's got a he's got a heart. He's got feelings for his friends. And um, I like the campaign of Halo Four, but I think that the characterization of Master Chief in the three four three games uh, is not. Like, it feels like they had to, they should have taken a harder turn with the changes they made if they wanted to tell, to tell an interesting human story of Master Chief. And I think the show Out the Gate is doing that, where it's a normal person's voice. I know that's a hard thing to get past, but it's like, it's a guy. It's not the smooth, velvety radio voice that they have in the games. Uh, he is shown as this person on this team they do take the helmet off which was a big controversy but i think narratively within the context of what's happening it makes sense 
for the direction they're taking the story and the character. And when the episode left off, they're setting up a season of a master chief who has gone rogue, who disobeyed orders from the UNSC to do something he thinks is right, but he knows is going against his direct orders, which was the promise of the marketing of Halo 5. So I think all the sacrifices they made from the like super hardcore people who didn't want anything different have allowed them to set up, and it's in its own universe, by the way. It's not like, it's like yeah. Uncharted. They're doing their own thing. Um, I think they have truly done the dirty deed in service of being able to actually tell a compelling season of television. That's only one episode. I'm excited to see how that continues and unfolds. I think it's eight episodes. But um, on a more surface level, they got the vibe. Like, they got the Halo vibe, which for video game adaptations, I feel like that's <laughs> half the battle. But yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I, I don't think it's perfect, though. Like... It's definitely, it's leaning into familiar setup. Like, to get to that point in the end of the episode, it's falling on a lot of, like, standard sci-fi tropes, which, again, Halo is a ripoff of Aliens. So, like, it's been doing that since the, the rip. Um, but it's like, hey, we found this space rock, and it gave Chief a vision. He has a past. He doesn't know where the past is. And the humanity in him through that vision is bolstered by having to help some 20 year old who's in trouble. And like, it's, it's familiar sci-fi setup. Um, but in the halo skin, I think it's positioning it to tell an interesting story of master chief, which I think is the point of the season. I'll see how it ends up, but I'd give it like a seven. I think it was solid. Okay. I see. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um. I'm still on the fat. Maybe if I should watch it, I don't know if I'll be doing myself any favors if I watch this before playing in the games. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. I'm gonna wait till like the whole season's out, and then pose that question. Right? Like, mm-hmm. would it be a horrible thing to do to myself to make this be the first touchstone of lore that I know of Halo, or should I be a you know be a good citizen, if you will? Be a good gamer, of course, and uh, play the Halo games first, you know? Yeah, I think, we'll see. honestly, if you watch the show first, it would allow you to have a more open mind with the show. And maybe that wouldn't even be a problem, because, like me, I only played the campaigns for the first time last year. So, I, I'm still fresh, you know? I have a very fresh comparison in my mind, but... um. Yeah, honestly, it's it's probably a toss-up. I think the biggest surprise is, like, when I played the games, was how not serious those stories are. After all these years of people acting like it's, <laughs> like, the second coming of sci-fi storytelling, you know? No disrespect right. to Bungie, I think. But, like, they lean into the fun and the cheese of movies like Aliens and Predator and stuff like that, so... Damn, Christian, you're talking all this shit about Halo. I thought I thought I thought you uh I thought you uh you know thought it was a coveted franchise. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm seeing a lot of slander. You know? 
That's the funny thing. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I, 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 like I, don't I feel know, the same way about the Uncharted Kush- trilogy. We've talked about that. I love those games. They're not compelling narratives ever. They're fun adventure blockbuster things. It's the same thing on the Halo side. I think it's like, hey, yeah, these are fun sci-fi alien blow-up marine things. So. Mm. Mm. It's that fourth mm. entry in both franchises. They just they had to make it dramatic. That's the thing. Hey, 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 now, hey, now. Uh, nah, nah, but I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the the disconnect is more on like the fandom level. I think the fans treat some of the Halo storytelling and maybe in the books and like deep lore, it is like that, but I'm, I'm not touching that ever. So, right. I see. Um, well, let's, uh, throw it to a, you hear about this slash time capsule Bet. because I left a gap in the show because apparently there's supposed to be some news today. Um, and if it pops up by the time we're still recording, I'm sure we'll address it. But, I say time capsule because earlier this week, Kevin, one Gregory Miller said if even one of the three big things from PlayStation happens this week. Interesting. One of the things happened already, but there are two floating things out and about in the world. He did claim, he said, none of these things have to do with God of War. None of them are a delay. So in the time capsule segment... What what do, you, what do you think Greg Miller's got in his head? What do you think he's talking about with PlayStation this week? We'll, we'll get to the subscription stuff in a minute, but these other two, what does it feel time for? Presentation announcement? PSVR? What do you think? I literally don't know. Like, I saw people talking about this, and, yeah. like, I, I'm i not even trying to be a dick. I'm just, like, I, I literally don't know. So I, I'll just wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so it's not God of War. It's not a delay, even though I think those two would have be would have been one and the same. I guess sure, like what sure. what else could you delay at this point? Yeah. Um. Uh. We 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 already have the Sparta Kiss news. Um. Mm. So it definitely wasn't that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um. It it's 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 gonna be hilarious if it's if it's Bloodborne, you know? Because I know you didn't believe it. So I got to say I told you so. So that that's fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I, let I, me let I, me. Pivot I literally don't know pivot. what it could be. Yeah. What's up? Do you think that it would be out of place to hear another update about PlayStation VR two? Because as far as we know, it's still set for this year. I think that it was demoed behind closed doors at GDC. It was. Uh, yeah. Got, yeah. Yeah. We got was. the post. What over a month ago at this point with the announcement stuff? Yeah, the um, full announcement was about a month ago, mm-hmm. and I did hear that GDC stuff was happening about PSVR two for sure. A lot of positive things as well were were said about PSVR two. Um, yeah, do you think yeah, we I get mean, like another showcase of it, or like maybe a a demonstration of something, or some more details? I mean, I guess, but like, does that warrant like a whole like hoopla and like everyone's like bracing and then and 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 pushing their podcasts and waiting? Like, yeah, like that's big, but like, 
where the, now the now the attention is like, are they going to announce fucking like me, like Metal Gear Solid remake from Blue Point? Like, are they gonna like? That's what I'm thinking. Like, if if people are shuffling their shows left and right, mm-hmm. would would we do that for PSVR two? Like, yeah, I'm excited I mean, to see more more yeah. PSVR two. Don't even get me wrong, but like, are we really gonna change our schedules for that? Maybe there's something tied to PSVR two that we don't know yet. Like, maybe there's some feature or some integration with PC that they've been, like, holding close to the chest that they've been waiting for a big reveal. Or maybe, like, it's a announcement of some big first-party effort or something. I don't know. Like, I, I think, obviously, the fan speculation has blown these up to, like, they have to be Bloodborne level at this point. But I, I do think there is still plenty that we don't know about PSVR 2 that could be positioned to be very exciting. I know it would be for a more uh, niche audience, but, like, I really liked PSVR. I'm really curious to see how they position the the next headset and, like, what they prep it with, you know? So I'd be excited to hear something new out of PSVR this week, but... Um, I'm just trying to gauge, like, the overall, like, level yeah, yeah, that yeah. people have been putting this on, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think that's a PSVR 2 level type of type of preemptive planning and preemptive pushing things off. Like, you know, I think a Metal Gear remake would be that. I think anything Bloodborne would be that for sure, right? Um, I don't know. Like, 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 just, you know, like, yeah, people are excited to hear about PSVR 2. I know you are. I know I am. But I know a lot of people don't care about VR, period. Right. Literally don't care. Yeah. Literally don't care, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's where I'm at. I just don't think that the shoe that they've been prepping us to fit in fits with PSVR two news, you know, and I'm still like, like, I shit, like, I don't like the revival of PS home. Right. Like that's been rumored a lot for PSVR two. Yeah. Is that really that earth shattering? PlayStation enters the metaverse. It'd be earth shattering for their stocks. I'm sure. But (laughs) yeah. Right. Uh, Uncharted movie sequel. See, like, no, like, that's that. Uh, whatever. Like, it it did well. They already called it a a movie franchise, right? Mm-hmm. So that was already signed to delivered a month ago. That we're gonna get another Uncharted, just not officially stated, sure. But mm-hmm. you know, we all read between the lines and saw the word franchise. Okay, got it. Got you. Sure. Yeah, because I mean, even if I, I think there's a chance that because if. Greg was accurate and he, he his information, which I believe him. Uh, there were three things, like one Spartacus. I think you still have room for it to be a big week if you have the subscription service VR and then a big game related thing, whether that is any of the options that you've listed out, you know. So I, I I'm I'm with you. I think if it was just the VR thing, then it would probably be like why do I hype this up so much for like the general populace? But yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to hear what it is. I've, like you said, I've seen people saying metal gear this morning. Uh, I don't know what's, what's going down. I, Oh shit. Wait. Okay. Hold up. What if it's the, uh, virtuous team doing that metal gear solid three remake? And I did text Jack about that. that yeah. That would be, yo, that, Banger, banger, yo, big W, big W, absolutely, yep. bigger W, I already drafted that for my fantasy critic team this year. 
Oh, sh- I mean, it's not coming out this year. There's no shot. Hey, that they the rumor said that they've been working on it for a while. Mm, I, and they, they were sucks. all the cutscenes they ripped out of that pachinko machine. So, damn it. <laughs> I think that, that's not a huge big game either. Like, obviously, and it's like, definitely not. Scope, yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah. For a remake, that's, that's going to be like Crash Insane remake. That's not going to be uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. So, I wish it was, though. Damn. That's, that's for a different Metal Gear project. Uh, there was a that reminded me um, before you said Metal Gear. Uh, Kojima's been teasing things, dude. Dude, He's if been... it's Kojima, wait, wait, if it's Kojima Productions acquisition, that'd be hype as well. Mm-hmm. I still don't think he's gonna get acquired, but if it's like a yeah. new project or something, like uh, I mean, today was the director's cut Death Stranding PC launch, so like I don't think there'd be other Kojima news today, but. Um... Yeah, I don't know. He's been posting a lot of things on Instagram. He was doing a shoot the other day. So we'll see if anything comes up. But the thing that did happen this week, yesterday, once again, it was a very busy day yesterday. PlayStation detailed Spartacus, the artist formerly known as Spartacus. PlayStation Plus, Essential extra and extra and premier i keep saying premier premium excuse me premium Mm -hmm. premium yeah which uh i said that back then i'll say it now these names suck but we can continue uh yeah so for the longest (laughs) time we talked about the rumor for a while of like because i think jeff grubb got these names right right like those are the leads yeah 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 uh jim ryan wrote up a playstation blog post and there's been a bunch of other quotes from him this week about uh, the process, their thoughts going into it. We can have a general discussion about it, but I'd like to read through some of the official things that are mostly just confirmation of what the leaks were. But uh, I will read directly from Jimbo himself. Since launching PlayStation Plus in 2010, SIE has been at the forefront of innovation with game subscription services. We were thrilled to be the first console membership service that included a refreshed library of games through PS Plus, and also launched the first console game streaming service with PlayStation Now. Today, we are pleased to share with you official news about changes coming to our subscription services. This June, we're bringing PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now together in an all-new PS Plus subscription service that provides more choice to customers across three tiers globally. Our focus is on providing high-quality curated content with a diverse portfolio of games. Below is an overview of the three membership tiers. We got PlayStation Plus Essential. Benefits, essentially everything that you get out of PlayStation Plus now. So they say specifically two monthly downloadable games. It's been ranging over the last, I'd say, two years, if it's two to four. Uh, Exclusive discounts online cloud, storage for saved games, multiplayer access, no changes to current member subscriptions from the essential tier. And that is going to be 10 bucks monthly, 25 quarterly, 60 yearly, exactly what you're already paying. Then we go to PlayStation Plus Extra. You get everything previously stated. In addition, a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable to play. Uh, The price structure is 15 monthly, 40 quarterly, or 100 yearly. And then we have PlayStation Plus Premium. Again, everything we've said so far, 
In addition, up to 340 additional games, including PS3 titles, streaming via the cloud, a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download from PlayStation 1, 2, and PSP, cloud streaming access for PS1, 2, PSP, and PS4 uh, in the U.S. and territories where PS Now is available. You can also stream games using PS4 and PS5 and PC. So PC players will be able to have access to PS1, PS2, PSP games, and PS4. And that price is $18 a month, $50 quarterly, $120 yearly. Before I read any more of this and see if there's There's also time else, to look at the game trials. There's, there's also time oh, to thank you, the game thank trials. You. That was, did I miss that on here? That, oh, yeah, yes. that's in uh, premium. Yeah. yeah, that was the last thing. I didn't, I didn't see that. Thank you. Uh, which is, I think, a very important thing to note that the time trials are the premium tier. Uh, so, before we get into the specifics, because he gives examples of like games, off the rip, you are a subscriber to both PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. I am. This is speaking directly to you. It is. The three tiers, the options for each tier, the price structure. How are you thinking about it? Um, it's just it, it's just not that surprising. Yeah. Um, given that this was like literally what was leaked, right? And like I was hoping this would have happened because I'm like, yo, like there's like gotta be an extra little spice, right? Like a little a little some some, right? Like a little a little oomph that we didn't we didn't uh see coming or hear coming necessarily. Um, so yeah, I mean, this, this isn't really that like groundbreaking or anything like that, uh, at least from my perspective, um, as a PS plus and PS now owner, uh, I think they say it here where, where, uh, we're just going to automatically be migrated over to premium with no, yeah, right here. So PlayStation now customers will migrate over to PS plus premium with no increase to their current subscription fees at launch. Love how they say at launch right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta read into that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, overall, you know, it's um, I have no like resounding opinion on this until we get a list sure. of these games that they are talking about. Um, uh, but I mean, uh, there is a yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Like, there's more that we'll go into as we talk. But mm-hmm. um, as I say right now, not really that surprising. Only not that surprising just because we know about this for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, clearly, I'm going to be a premium team member. That's that's very much given, very much obvious. Um, nice to only have just one subscription tier now. You know, nice that they're finally bundling in. Um, Nice that, you know, they did make the choice that we all um, kind of foresaw them doing, which was like, you know, just bundle PS now in with PS Plus. PS Plus is the bigger brand. It's the bigger recognition, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think it has the better overall like optics as well. So you might yeah, as well like just phase it in. Recently, right? 50 what? 50 million. Sorry. Uh, for PS Plus? Yeah, yeah. 50, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's great that now like their streaming capabilities are now going to be you know fully um, bolstered into a higher uh, optical branding scheme and everything. Mm. Um, and yeah, and of course there are definitely drawbacks that we will get to, of course. But yeah, you know. I I will say I do think there is something that is a little surprising here, and maybe not surprising in like there's no way we never like I never would have seen this coming, but something I didn't consider is that. 
the availability to stream the catalog that you're adding to this service if you subscribe to that highest tier through PC. So you don't need uh, a console to access whatever games they're adding to the PS1, 2, PSP, and PS4 I'm, libraries, which I know you can do with PS4 games already with PS Now, but um, I mean, P- allowing I that, mean, I think, is cool. I mean, PS Now is on PC, so I'm not really saying, like, where's the big difference from there, right? Like, people could already subscribe to PS Now on a PC. Sure, I, I think, I mean, whole, the fact that right? they're yeah. bringing in, like, PS1 games, which are... I mean, there's... Yeah, there's PS1 games on PS now right now. There's no PS1 games at all. There's Why like 16 PS2 games, that? that's it. Why do I not believe you? There are, is zero PlayStation 1 games on PlayStation now. Hmm. Zilch. But I mean like PC players can access them through like a variety of means anyways, but I do I probably like, I think that's being real. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's maybe not a huge deal, but I, I think the fact that they're bringing a conversation you and I have had for a very long time, like I wish PlayStation would just treat their back catalog better. Like I think even if it is, at least for now, just streaming through PC, like being able to have access to a library of specifically, I think, PSP games available on PC, like that's cool. That's That's a cool thing here that I think I didn't expect. I didn't think was a given like i know you can't stream ps4 games on ps now on pc but the playstation catalog for that historically stops there they have like 15 i think ps2 games that are on ps now as well but i don't know if you could stream those to pc in the past um so i i think that is a very small thing that i didn't expect to see out of this I'm I'm still quite disrespected of no Vita representation. Um, sure, that was yeah. one of the things that we saw on the leak, and um, it's really devastating. You know, like you 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 truly hate to see it. You know, yeah, okay, I get it, Kev. How are they going to format these games on the console without the back touchpad, for example? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the games required you to like Golden Abyss literally required you to hold the Vita up to a light source for a specific thing in the game. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how are they gonna do that? Yeah. You know? So I understand. I understand. There's a lot of gimmicky things in the Vita. Um yeah. the Vita deserve better. And um this is this is uh this uh, at the bare minimum, a little bit of a disrespectful thing. Like yeah. like look look like original PlayStation, PS2, PSP and PS4, <laughs> and PS5, and it's like, <laughs> really? Well, we're just gonna, you know what? It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's well, fine. you're on on the Vita talk also, right? Like, I <sighs> don't know it. if it's harder to do the the gimmicks of the Vita, but I know there was a similar problem where on the Wii U they eventually added uh, some DS games to that library, and there's a Zelda game for the DS where to solve a puzzle, you have to physically fold the DS closed to like translate a, a tracing of a map to a piece of paper or like a, right. a sketched, a, an etched map to a piece of paper. Like you close it like you're making a print. Um, okay. And that game was on the virtual console for the Wii U. And their solution to that was just like, Hey, yeah, we just, you, you just click this button instead of closing it. And, we switched the code so like 
there you go. And um, obviously, like, I, I don't know how vast the library of the Vita is that they'd bring over to this service, but like... It would have been nice to acknowledge the Uncharted game that no. exists, you know? Yeah, and, like, granted, they could have definitely done that with Golden Abyss, right? Like, Ben is still around, but there are a lot of Vita devs that are not around anymore, unfortunately, right? Like, Zipper Interactive went under, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, that one Gorilla Cambridge down under that yeah. did um, uh, Killzone Mercenary. No, um, yes, Killzone Mercenary, yes, yeah. So... That, I mean, to play Devil's Advocate, perhaps that's also a bit of a wrench in the whole cog of where uh, they may not have the right access to mm-hmm. code of these Vita games um, that need to be formatted if they were to be put on this service. So, yeah, and yeah, 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 I hate to see it. Yeah, because I, I don't know the specifics of the Nintendo thing, but I do know they have a specific studio that's like their whole thing is just working on translating the retro library to whatever the new console is. And I, I feel like historically that maybe would have gone to somebody like blue point, but blue points kind of leaving that field. So like Nixus is busy with PC stuff. So I don't imagine they'd be like, Hey, Hey, do this for our subservice. You know, like they don't have a team they can just throw that on. So that's unfortunate, but I think no disrespect to the Vita fans the other unfortunate thing that stings is PlayStation 3 is still streaming only. I'm not surprised, right, me, but it's nah, sucks. Nah, let, this is bullshit. Yeah. I'm going to go further than you. You you saying it sucks, that's great. Absolutely right. PlayStation fan right here, this is bullshit. There are so many PS3 emulators on PC right now. Yeah, dude, that's what I was going to bring that up. Have PC been people figured able- it out. They figured it out. They figured it out. I don't want to hear nothing about no dumb cell processor. I don't want to hear that shit. That shit is bullshit. It, it's straight bullshit. All right? There, people have figured it out that are not on Sony's payroll. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely no excuse whatsoever for PS3 games to be only cloud streaming. It's horseshit. It's bullshit. And also, they had to make a whole different skew for this, actually, Christian, to actually supplement this, right? Something that we missed here, PlayStation Plus Deluxe, which is going to be in select markets. That says here, for markets without cloud streaming, PS Plus Deluxe will be offered at a lower price compared to premium and includes a catalog of beloved classic games from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations to download and play. Along with time-limited game trials, benefits from essential and extra tiers are also included. Local pricing will vary by market. They literally have a separate fucking skew of this whole thing to supplement those markets that literally can't stream PS3 games. So that whole this this whole deluxe tier is everything without PS3. That is fucking wild to me. Yeah. That is it is 2022. It is 2022. Like come on, dude. Yeah. Come on. Like like that that's that's the that's the one thing from the league. I'm like that shit better not be fucking true. That shit better not be that is such bullshit. That's 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 there's absolutely no excuse that you can tell me under the soon. Or in the soon, excuse me? Or in the sun or the moon. I combine those two. Or in the sun or the moon mm-hmm. that at all makes sense why PSG games can be downloaded at this point. 
Yeah. And I What happened to the graph, Christian? Do you remember the graph? <laughs> I remember the graph. Do you remember the graph? What happened to the graph? What they, happened? They simply do not have the time. They just don't have the time, you know. They're too busy. <sighs> Mark Cerny, Lord help me, please. So Cerny, you let can me, figure this out, Cerny. Let me tell you where, where I'm at with this right now, right? Because it, it is a service that's available for PlayStation 4 and PS5, right? So I don't have a PS5 yet, but I, I am a ripe fish in this river that Jim Jimbo's trying to catch, you know? Um, I think if this was finally the thing where they got PS3, I would be there 120 bucks because I love the PS3. PS3 is one of my favorite consoles ever. It's got a great library that is stuck there. I know people throw about throw out MGS4, but Infamous, the yes, Ratchet sir. Slide Collections, the Ratchet Future Trilogy, Kraken Time, one of the best games ever made. Like, there's a long list of games that are stuck on that platform. Um, and I, I feel like a general pulse check from at least my circles has been like, yeah, all right, this is what we thought it was going to be, and no ps3 native sucks uh i i really think there would be a a little like genuine excitement for this if that was part of it right because even you i know you, you you led the whole thing with like yeah this is like not surprised you know like this is kind of the likeliest outcome we could have had so i don't know like i'm not reading into it or anything but it just feels like they didn't want to or they didn't i don't know i don't know what the decision was but like you said it could have been done if they wanted to do it so that i i as a playstation fan just sees it like they don't want to do it so fine um i just i just don't understand why yeah i don't either do i just I, I just don't understand why like the ps3 yeah rough start rough start we all saw it we all six hundred dollars. We all saw it, but the PS3 was a great fucking console. A lot of people love that console. It's a very important console to the PlayStation history. A lot of those franchises uh, uh, that that we have today start Uncharted. Yeah, God of War grew and thrived. Didn't start, but grew and thrived on PS3. The Last of Us, Infamous. I know it's not that relevant now, but you know what I'm saying hopefully it is relevant in the future. Yeah, but, and tons of collections on, also that never come got on, over man. to PS4. Right, like there's yeah. a bunch of stuff there that is their history that is lost because, and I know like streaming, yeah. If you have a good internet, sure, enjoy it. But it like the fact that it, they got everything except the one makes it feel that much worse. I think, because um, then for me also as a PlayStation fan, I've grown up with every single PlayStation console in the house. At some point, I've had all of them. Like, I have access to my favorite PS1 games, so... Oh, through that European one? My European console, yeah. Fire, fire, fire. The PS1 games, awesome. I have a very, very easy way to play those with HDMI because of the classic. PS3 is out the window for me. European (laughs) classic. PSP, I think, is cool. I'm curious to see how that like how they translate that to the console, like with a full display and everything, um, and like just purely based off my experience with the PS2 to PS4 initiative they had, 
for the last generation, the majority of the PS2 games I played on PS4 ran poorly, putting it nicely. Like, I, I hope, and this is where I get a bit of a hesitation, the PS2, unless it's like absolutely killer and it's like games I don't even know that I wanted to play again, when they release that list, I, I'm probably just sitting where I am on my subscription because they they have to me they have to show that they are putting an effort with the ps2 library to make it like hold the candle to other offerings for retro stuff you know like and i know it's not fair to compare because they've had years to build it up but like i do think the fps boost thing for original xbox and 360 games is very impressive and a very high bar because a lot of those early backwards compatible games from generations ago they could like pass as a standard remaster that we would have had because just because of the programming they put in and the time and effort they put in playstation hasn't been doing that so i that's why i say i don't think it's like super fair to compare that effort but like the way they handled ps2 on ps4 gives me many reservations around this library they're bringing to the $120 subscription on this new service. So, um, I mean, I, I really don't want to judge the quality of these games that we don't know what, 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 what games they are. Number one. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, um, and I, I'm not saying so, it's going to be bad, but like, no, yeah, yeah. I understand. If understand. they're not changing PS3, why do should I think they're going to change how they handle the PS2 games? Is where yeah. I'm at right now. Which I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I really do think that what we have right now on PS Now is probably a very good indication of uh, what is going to be here. Mm-hmm. Right. Aside from aside from the extra tier where we have 400 PS4. And PS5 games. Obviously, there's going to be way more PS4 games on there than PS5. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's completely obvious there. Um, but we... Oh, wait. Well, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe... I mean, yeah. You know what? Actually, no. Maybe the best parameter we have is looking at PS Now Library right now and seeing what they have um, on there. Which, uh, it's like you know... Right? No, there's like 800 games on PS Now. Oh, I know. There's a lot. Uh, I was huh? talking just like strictly PS4. Oh, how many PS4 games on there? Yeah, yeah. Like how many? How many PS4? I mean, I can do a quick Google search, but I don't know how it all breaks down. Okay. Um, but I know the way they've talked about this. Like they are, there are going to be less games on this service as a whole. Like when you compare PS Now as it is right now to the to the premium tier, mm-hmm. there are going to be less games overall, right? Which I'm personally okay with. Because there's a lot of uh, fodder, if you will, on PS now. Um, let's just keep it frank, you know. Let's keep it real. There's there's a lot of games on PS now that uh, are next to literally irrelevant, you know. So that I really don't mind if they're taking out stuff that nobody's caring for. You know what I'm saying? That is that harsh. I don't want to tell you. Let's just let's just be real. Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I think part like, of it let's, is yeah. also like, if you're in the business of making a subscription service, like you need the filler, right? Like, there's plenty of things on Netflix oh. that only like a, a handful of people care about. So, like, 
I think part of that too is like with the history of PlayStation, that's what worries me a little bit. Like there are some incredibly niche games and franchises in their history that could be irrelevant because only like 40,000 people love that franchise dearly. But like for me, that's always been part of the thing that makes PlayStation PlayStation is that they have so many of these things that really struck a core of people. So like, are you talking, like, Sony partnership things? Like, on the level of, like, like an Ape Escape or an Oom Jam or Lammy or, uh, like, things like that? Or are you talking, like, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean? No, I will consider none of the Lego games are relevant because they have relevancy, right? Like, mm-hmm. like there, there, there's a level of standard and quality there and a level of care across the whole, the whole like, industry that, like, yeah, like, that's a... That's a name in gaming that has a level of matter, right? What the hell is Gem Smashers, Christian? Okay, see, that's fair. You know? Like, what the hell is Overboard? What's in Space We Brawl? You know? Like, I I actually disagree with what you said of, like, oh, you know, every subscription service, like, needs fodder. I don't believe that. I, I really don't. I, I would much rather have a catalog that looks like PS Plus Collection, right, of highly critically acclaimed games mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's a smaller list, but it's a list of quality that that people at least have heard of these games that have a level of, of, of quality that you want to sub- subscribe for. I think that I would rather have that than just the quantities game or just a numbers game personally. So that's why I'm, I'm personally cool with um, mm-hmm. them lowering the count of the games because there's a lot of irrelevant games that no, that – yeah, I'm sure there's people that care about them. But if we're being real here, right? Like no one like I don't think anyone's playing uh, you know, Pixel Piracy. Right? I know people care about Payday 2. Keep that on there. Yes. Ali Ali World, right? Keep that on there. Absolutely. Neo, absolutely. But um is anyone caring about uh Mousecraft? And I'm reading off of I'm reading off of the PS Now games right now. Mm-hmm. Kingdom New Lands. King Oddball, Crinkle Crusher with K's, like though those no those can go. Those can go. Like, sure, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not yeah, saying I'm sorry. Like, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like here's what it is. Yeah, I'm not saying I want that. I'm just saying if you look at the facts of every streaming service, like that's that's what they do. It's always right. Yeah, quantity yeah, yeah, over yeah. quality. Like they just like they every streaming service wants to have. 10 things new every week no matter what because that's how they keep you there you know so like right i'm not saying that's the right thing to do but i do think if you do narrow like it depends on the pace of things it depends on how frequently you're adding to the service uh what it's launching with right because we've seen a handful of other subscription services that are either dealing with retro stuff or dealing with modern stuff that um they all have their own issues, you know, whether it's what type of game it is, what the quality of the game is, what the release schedule is like. So I, I do think it's a very, very hard balance to do. But I do think part of that is you will absolutely be getting those types of games on there. You know, it's not all going to be killer. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, did you find an answer for how many PS4 games? No, I didn't. It's, That's it's, fine. It's, it's, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's, I, I, I don't know why I can. I just found a list of um, like a list, but like it wasn't counted. Like sure, okay. there wasn't a count on it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I like. 
I, I think the highest tier probably makes the most sense for the retro catalog, right? Like, the, I, I think most people, if they change anything from their subscription, they'll go up to that extra tier, right? Because... R- right, yep. With the PlayStation math and everything and the way they've talked about things in the past, it's like, hey, old games are old. We don't care about it, so we're not going to invest in it. So I, I think $100 is probably more palatable for the average PS5 owner, and they see that they get mo- like they get newer games confirmed through the PS5 additions to that tier and maybe some of the best of PS4. So, like, they're still modern enough, you know, that I think it... that I, I bet you that's the one that gets the most... Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I still think the, like, Essential is probably going to stay the, the most subscribed to because it's... Some people probably don't even know that this is happening, but Extra will have more subs than... Or pre, uh, Premium, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I also agree with that. I think I said that back when we were talking about like the lease of this mm-hmm. i think the extra one is is the wisest choice i feel like for the modern gamer right like i think that's what i would recommend to my friends honestly like if sure. they are gonna go up a tier right and want access to that um 400 um uh list of ps4 and ps5 games like i think i think that's the one you want to do honestly mm-hmm. um yeah that sure. from the way they're presenting that tier that sounds like what you always hoped the PlayStation Plus collection would be. Like, it is yep. a selection that's growing and rotating. Because the other thing I think is something that stood out to me in the post was they said up to a handful of times. So I don't know if they have just a hard cap on how many things they're going to be offering for the foreseeable future. But um, Yeah, yeah. I- I've been trying to discern that too. Like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Like, 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 what do you really mean by that, you know? Um, uh, but hey, I'm going to highlight one sentence here that, uh, they said, and, um, I'm probably going to screenshot this right now, to be honest with you. I will be holding them to this as well. We're working closely with our imaginative developers from PlayStation Studios and third-party partners to include some of the best gaming experiences available with a library that will be regularly refreshed. Mm -hmm. Regularly refreshed. We're gonna see what that means, okay? That could mean. I don't quarterly, consider. It could mean yearly. I, it could mean, I don't consider regularly yearly. That no, come on now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, if we want to do a quarterly refresh, I can be open to that. I could be satisfied with that personally. I'm not expecting a weekly rotation. You know, that's that's a bit absurd, right? Um, I'm not even expecting a monthly rotation, perhaps, right? I think the only monthly thing we will see is on that base um, PS Plus essentials here or what we have now with the two monthly games right i feel like if it was monthly they would say monthly but i think that they're going to stick to the only two games being monthly monthly downloadable games i'm personally cool with that so i'm aiming for a quarterly refresh i'm i would consider that regularly i'd be happy with that annually is not regularly sure so i'm i'm holding them to that it's been said. I'm very happy it's been said. That was probably the happiest thing. That was probably the most eye-catching thing I saw of this whole thing yesterday was that they did commit to it being a library that is regularly refreshed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are talking here in this paragraph to be even more specific 
the extra and premium tiers, um, which do come with those catalogs, right? So yeah. we can expect the same thing on extra and premium that they will be regularly refreshed. Let me ask you this. Um, yes, sir. I'm scrolling further down the Jimbo post. Uh, he says in regard to the extra and premium tiers, so specifically the access he's talking is to the PS4 and PS5 library that you get at subscribing at extra or higher. He said, mm-hmm. at launch, we plan to include titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, uh, not remastered, unless that was just a... Oh, that's a very good catch. Very good catch. Very good catch. I like uh, that. Very good catch. Very good catch. I, I I have to believe that's an a, that's just a weird thing because why would you include the version with the old Spider Man anyway? Uh, Very Marvel's good catch. Spider Man, Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. So Fire. that's an example. That's not everything they're launching within that service. But I want to ask you, as somebody who's been on PlayStation now, because I know games like God of War have hit the service. Yep. Do you expect these older PlayStation first party titles that are coming to the extra tier? Are they going to be on there permanently, or do you think those are going to cycle out the way they did for PlayStation Now? It's a good question. It's a good question. Do I think they will be there permanently? Hmm. Because I saw uh, Emmett Watkins Jr. make a very good point recently, because there was also stuff about uh, Jim Ryan saying, like, oh, yeah, we, we have... We're not doing day and date. Like, he he said it. Like, he said that that's not in our plan. That's not in our virtuous cycle or whatever he said. Uh, Emmett said something to the effect of, like, yeah, the games sell for a long time, but within, like, six months, some of them hit, like, 20 bucks. So is... Are they, like, aware that most of their sales are front-loaded and they just have long legs? So would they be okay with older games being added to the service and just staying there because like how how many sales of marvel spider-man remastered or otherwise are you taking away by including it in this extra tier you know like obviously there'd be some but you're still getting their money because they're subscribing to this so like i i don't know what they could do whatever if they take some of these off in time i wouldn't be surprised if they're there until the server shut down i would also not be surprised okay what I'm thinking is that this is going to be very interesting and telling of where they want to continue to put their focus on, right? They are, they have just announced a new subscription service model um, that, uh, whether they like it or not, will be compared to Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. And they have stated yesterday in that separate interview that Jim Ryan sees, still, still sees the benefit of selling games right paying that 70 dollars, right and he uh laid out the reasoning which i think is very concrete solid in terms of like you don't get these big triple a big budget playstation games without revenue i'm sorry right like if 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 they like i mean they're just no way like like we've we've seen the amount on the market share percentage of how much something like Game Pass makes mm-hmm. versus how much PlayStation makes revenue-wise in terms of selling games. Mm-hmm. It is literally like 3 million or 3 billion to like 80 million to 80 billion. Like that's the difference. It's a lot, right? So I, 
I believe Jim because we 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 see the numbers, and I and I think personally, uh, you know, we 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 see the quality difference. I don't know uh, if there's any debate there, really. You know, um, that's just what it is. To keep in mind is that PlayStation or like Sony as a whole, like PlayStation is the thing that makes them money. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's also the 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 biggest revenue generating company in the games space. Period. They still make the most money out of any company. Period. Mm -hmm. That's with the backing of Microsoft and Xbox included as well. That's with that's with Nintendo as well. You know what I'm saying? So this is gonna be interesting to see if now if these games are gonna stick on the service. I'm thinking like would. They want to keep Spider-Man and Miles Morales on the extra and premium tiers in time for Into the Spider-Verse Two, or would they? Or would they want to have the boost of sales that we saw in December with with Miles Morales? Mm-hmm. Would they want to keep God of War on the on PS Plus when the God of War movie comes out? Or would they want it to be on sale on the store, or perhaps both? You yeah. know, that's I mean, that is what I'll be looking forward to closely in terms of like. So I, I, I don't. I think the older the game, I think the more uh, likely it'll stay on the service, mm-hmm. right? Um, or maybe you know, hey, there's plenty of people that aren't going to subscribe to Plus, uh, or you know, they're like what we said too. There are going to be plenty of people, and the majority of people are going to stick on the PS Plus Essentials here that will not have access to this catalog anyway. Yeah. So they're and- going to probably get the benefit of both sides of having it on sale mm-hmm. around a relevant time of that game, while also being on this on the sub sub subscription tier, and maybe enticing those to get into that monthly um, fee. You know, sure. And Interesting. Just as a comparison, and I know it's like different because the Xbox tracking is for day and day, but I know with the GDC stuff recently, there was updated information that was like, hey, yeah, people are, who subscribe to Game Pass are still buying and spending more uh, than people who aren't on Game Pass. So, like, if PlayStation is like, it's not a one to one because they're tracking spending and people who are buying day one titles on their system. Uh, in addition to dropping them day one on Game Pass. So the thing that would make me inclined because of that, looking at PlayStation, is that they're not doing day one, so why would they take them off? You know, like, I think the thing that's making me lean this way is Returnal is listed as a launch thing for this. Yep. Returnal will be roughly a year old when this launches, like it, 14 it, months. It'll be, a, it'll be about, yeah, like getting close to a year and a half. Uh, Returnal launched... It was like, I thought it was like April. March? No. I, was it April? Shit. Let me see. Uh, when did Returnal or, Was it May? Yeah, no, you're right. April, shit. It was right next to May. April 30th. I'm wrong. Sorry. My bad. Yes. I thought it was like early uh, March. I think that delayed. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, okay. April 30th is when Returnal launched. Yeah, so that's going to be the closest one um, of the list that he gave, right? Um, interesting. So very, that's like about a year. Very so interesting. does their data show them that first-party stuff has a significant not drop off but like there's less of a fervor to pick it up within a like by the end of year one so they're like hey yeah we'll just throw it on there and if people want to buy it they can still buy it and it'll go on sale or they can subscribe and we get them in for the long haul because this thing that they wanted is just 18 dollars for however longer subscribe so like i like the other thing is and 
Returnal did well, but like Returnal was still a new IP for them. So like, is that part of it also? Like, will we see God of War Ragnarok add to the service after a year? I don't know, because if you look at other really big franchises they had this past generation, like Spider-Man, Spider-Man launched in 2018 and continued to like hit milestones for the next however many years, you know? So I don't know what a significant dent would be if we had an, an option to play Spider-Man on a subscription service in that time. Like nobody knows, but yeah, I, I, I'm not expecting there to be a hard rule on when to expect no. the game to hit the subscription. They're they're never gonna say that. Absolutely yeah. not. No way. No. I if 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 they do, I'd be incredibly shocked if they commit to like, hey, a year out of release, you know, uh, every um, first party is gonna be on plus, right? I would be shocked at that, right? Because that's I feel like the same reason why they don't have that for PC, right? Like I don't think we we'll we'll ever know, um, because of course they want us to buy the game day one on PlayStation Five mm-hmm. when it drops and and get that seventy dollars, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but hmm. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think my biggest question on like when our game's gonna drop on Plus is if there's any correlation to their movements of having their IP transcend and be more transmedia and be more than just games right a la the uncharted movie right mm-hmm. like what is it what like what does it look like when the the god of war movie or show drops and what do they do with those god of war games right with god of war and and ragnarok now um what does that do to those in terms of are they going to be on the service at that point or are they going to be removed like two three months before that hits so they want you to buy it more i'm, I'm i imagine they might want to put it on the service when something happens in it, right? And then couple that with a discount on the store as well, you know? But yeah. for 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 those that just have Plus Essential, right? Because mm-hmm. cause I'm sure me, you and me have friends, me and you have friends, right? That, you know, probably say, uh, like, I don't want to subscribe to Game Pass or uh, I don't want to subscribe to uh, X service, right? Because like, I, I just really just want that one game, you know? Like I'm not interested in paying for this flat fee monthly or add another monthly fee to the already hundreds, not hundreds, but the multitude of subscriptions that I already have for for just one game. You know, I know there's people out there that like still think like that, and that's totally mm-hmm. valid, of course. So I'm just curious to see how they're gonna balance that. I'm very curious to see that. Very curious, but I know we'll never know exactly. Yeah, because I think part of the other thing too that makes me hope they don't take them away and i don't think they would like if once god of war is on there i don't think god of war is leaving um especially considering that game with the exception of maybe the pc sales probably sold at the most rapid pace the most it would sell by now you know um so i i think like you said before like whether they want to or not people will compare it to game pass and i think part of the thing if you're not doing day one, like, and you're having a PlayStation subscription service, you should still include, which they are at launch, the things that make the brand what it is, you know? Like, if you're not going to do that, why bother making a subscription service to begin with? And I know they talk about making deals with third parties, but, like, it, it would make, like, 
it would make sense, right? Like, you don't have to drop Ragnarok day one if you don't want to, but, like, why remove the original anytime soon after launch or a certain amount of time only to bring it back? You know, like, you have full control over that. It's the same thing with, um, like, I forgot the comparison I was about to make, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're, gonna, if you're going into this thing to try and make the PlayStation all-in-one package and you're okay launching with these things. I just, I don't see a world where any of the things he listed here, except maybe Death Stranding, would go away. Or actually, no, maybe Death Stranding stays because the they published it, but Mortal Kombat 11, like, I could see that be taken out at some point. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's the random one where I'm like, okay, all right. Like, that's going to be phased out, yeah. I assume, at some point, right? Yeah. But, yeah, as we're talking... I think you're right. Yo, if they it it if it's a first party title, that is what makes this enticing. It's not just because it's a service. It's because we have these critically acclaimed PlayStation games that are on this service for you to access at any time with your subscription. So I was like, uh, I could see them flip flopping just like with PS now, but I mean, they got criticized for that. Yeah, and I could see them take it you away, know? but I don't think they will. Yeah, I think now I'm on. I think I'm being swayed on your side. Mm-hmm. I think I think I, I'm like failing to see why would you, yeah, take it off unless it's just Sony being Sony, which Sony will be Sony, of course, yeah, and they'll and they'll do what they do. Right? Let me throw it to uh, Xbox again. Um, obviously, there are things that hit day one. That's not what I'm talking about here. But every Xbox owned studio that has a game on Game Pass, that game has not left Game Pass since it was added. The I think maybe the exception is the Forza games because there's a weird licensing with Forza where like after two years, you can't sell the two years ago version of the like Forza Motorsport because of car licensing. I think there's some weird thing I heard about on a podcast with that, but like uh, Master Chief Collection, Sea of Thieves, sunset overdrive gears of war all the fallouts like all that stuff once it was added it hasn't left since they launched game pass like however many years ago so because like they're the ones calling the shots on that the things that leave and rotate are we got every yakuza game but i think those are still on there but like we got all these partnership deals we got like avengers will leave that service at some point you know because they don't have any stake in that game but I think that is part of it. If you're not doing the day one thing, you're trying to get people being like, hey, you buy the console, you get the service, you get access to what makes the brand the brand. So, yeah, I I, I think they will probably keep all of the things, first party at least, on there. Let's see. So the little asterisk where we have the 340 titles and the 400 titles, right? Yeah. On the bottom of the page, it says, local pricing may vary by market. PlayStation Plus catalog titles may also vary by market and tier and may change over time. PlayStation Plus is an ongoing subscription subject to a recurring sub- subscription fee. Ticket automatically until cancellation. So I'm just trying to answer, mm-hmm. like we said, what do you mean by that? Up to three forty, right? Yeah. Up to four hundred. Are those hard? Are those hard limits? Are those 
hard caps? Are, are those hard concrete ceilings that will not break? We will not go over 340. We will not go over 400. Or is that a minimum? I mean, up to, I don't think you can. That's say, not a minimum. That's a minimum. No. Because then you'd be like, at least. Which like, yeah, you would say at least, which I don't think you would want to say that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you know, I, I personally wouldn't. But they chose to say up to, yeah, I'm, damn. Like, because then that's thing? like. I don't know. That's up to 400 and up to 340. Why 340? That's also weird. But, but then now it's like, okay, it's, if, if, if that's the hard cap, right? You're you're gonna put out more first party games over time, and they're gonna hit the service over time. So does that mean that we're gonna get, as time goes on, more first party if they don't take them off the service and less third party? And the third party games will be the one that rotates, and not yeah. the first party yeah, games. Those really will be more stagnant. Yeah, I'm that shit. We're we're gonna have to re- remember that specifically of the wording here. Yeah, there's like, a lot of things that we gotta remember about this yeah. blog post. The up to amount and the hard caps are definitely something that we gotta remember. Yeah, because like if it's that's the other thing I'm curious. I'm like fuzzy about too, right? They're giving very specific numbers. Very specific, but. You, you're not going to add all 400 at launch, right? Because then you don't grow your service if it's up to this, right? Am I reading into it too much? Like, Oh, okay. It, oh, there's not going to be 400 hmm. games when this thing launches. That's what I fucking thought. And then it's it's going to feel fresh and new when we have those updates like Game Pass has where it's like, hey, this is leaving, this is coming. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll have the the fresh feeling of these services hopefully every quarter mm-hmm. with a brand new batch of games and all that yeah um i hmm. i didn't pre- think yeah Go yeah ahead. that's the weird thing too because like we'll get to this in a second too because i want to ask you like why you think they did this now but like i i think we'll get a list at some point i would probably say a safe bet between the ps1 ps2 psp and the ps4 and ps5 games they get for launch maybe around 100 and either every month or however frequently they want to do it they add a new batch of each of those libraries with updates um because that is similar to not what the n64 service did because that is dripping by but like the original when they started with the nes stuff on nintendo they were like we're launching with 30 games and we're adding three to four a month and that was the pace they said that was how everything happened and i think now there's like something around 50 to 60 nes games on that app um so i'm i'm not expecting what what's the total math 740 between the up twos? yeah 740 yes this thing's not launched with 740 games like period that's not happening Hmm. So, and I, I totally did that not even up to. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps that's what that means. Yeah. Yeah. I had never considered like what the launch of this looks like until now. You asked me. I don't know if that makes me dumb or whatever. I don't know. I just I just never considered like what do I think it looks like day one. Um. 
Because, like, what does it look like, you know? Because that's the the big thing that I've... That's been keeping me from being, like, excited about this, even with the retro catalog, which I've been wanting them to do for a long time. It's like, all right, how are you tackling this? Like, is it going to be a drip feed? I would hope not, and I don't think it would be. But, like... Nah. Is it... We launched with the 30 game... Or the 20 games that were on the PlayStation Classic for the PS1. And then we launched with... 20 PS2 games, and... 20 ps4 20 psp and whatever is left over for ps5 like i don't know like it's weird because most of the information i think here is reiterating things we already know but giving a bit more specifics in terms of pricing launch window and the nitty-gritty of what type of games we're getting on the different tiers right so we actually knew the pricing as well from the leaks anyway Oh, that was real? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was fake. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, nah. We 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 knew the pricing of the leak as well. Oh, damn. These are the same prices. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw every... Because the, the way I saw it with those prices was... At, people on my timeline were like, this is fake. And I was like, okay, it's fake. I trust them. <laughs> no. That one that I quote tweeted is fake. That's not the leak I was talking about. When did we about. hear about the prices, though? Was it that with the Jeff Grubb thing? The Jeff Cubb ring, yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. that he listed prices. Yeah, I think he only had the monthly prices on there. Oh, okay. So to be fair, probably not the quarterly and yearly, right? So yeah, yeah. that's that's absolutely fair. But yeah. so that that's the other question I have for you. Like, why now if this thing's launching in June? Because I think now you just, depending on when we get the next update, you run the risk of what we just did for the last hour. Like, just speculating of, like, what the specifics are and the scope of it, right? Like, when's the next update on this? Did they do this because the fiscal year is about to end? Like, what what do you think? Why do I think they announced this now? Why do I think they announced it now? Um, It's a good question. I don't know. I don't know why they – I mean, what's the – Okay, what's okay, so the drawbacks that we're gonna sit here for fucking months now and talk about this shit. Mm-hmm. Um But why not announce it closer to launch? I don't know. I think there's a lot of reasons why. Um I think one of them could be that yo, like it's really out there. Sure. You might as well fuck it. Um maybe it's because of the whole thing of, of PS now being phased out. Maybe that is another thing as well. Like if they just said, Hey, PS now is phasing out and had no answer to that. Sure. As to why I think that could be something that could be a reasoning for that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I got a specific different email from them because my PS now subscriber, um, that informed me that, Hey, in June, your subscription's changing. Da, da, da. We're going to transfer over to the, to the premium, you know, tier or whatever. Um, your price isn't going up this and that there, whatever. Da, da. So, I think that maybe have have has a lot to do with it as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, is there is there something I'm missing? Like, do you think there's a different reasoning as to why um, they announced this now as opposed to later? I mean, maybe to set expectations. I guess. Like, I've seen another conversation people having of the tier structure. Um, which I, I I don't think it's that confusing. Like, 
we said the majority of people who are changing things will get the one that's what another 15 bucks uh no 40 for a year sorry um it's the 15 dollar a month one is what i was thinking of uh so that's pretty cut and dry um so i don't think they need like all this information to be out there months ahead of time for people to get prepared i honestly i think part of it might just be because the the fiscal year does end tomorrow maybe they were just like hey investors we got this lined up and it's hitting real soon keep the faith maybe i think that might be part of it honestly because maybe yeah maybe uh march end of march early april is when moves get made occasionally like nintendo has had directs the first week of april to like really launch off what the new fiscal year is for them so like it it seems like a time to make announcements that's not e3 is march and april either like close to that march 31st date so i think that might be part of it and and it addition to like what you said this was already mostly all out there maybe they were worried that more things would leak and they wanted to put the official word out there so yeah because i don't really see any other advantages or like why now outside of what we talked about right yeah um i actually i actually disagree about the tiered system i think it's much I think it's a little bit too much. I think it would have been a lot better if it just kept PS Plus essential mm-hmm. and then had just PS Plus extra be the only thing that, um, you know, gives you um, the streaming and all that. And um, yeah, I- the um, yeah, yeah. And the, and the game trials and everything. Um because now that we have three, now we have a fourth one as well for 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 those that don't. Sure, true, yeah. Like like it's it's no, I, I actually disagree. I think this is very convoluted, and I think it could have been a lot better streamlined. Um, I think a lot of people will knock it for this. I think people already have been on the timeline, mm-hmm. um, as well. But yeah, like yeah, like can you imagine? the graph that they're going to have on the PS5 that's going to explain all this in a nice, substantial like way that the average consumer is going to understand. Yeah, let me be clear. I would prefer if it was two <laughs> because if you look at the uh, the general pulse right now, there are similarities, right? Like there's Game Pass and there's I know they have gold as well. So I guess that's similar. Uh but specifically with the game subscription service, right? Like if we just talk about what's extra and premium, um, there's Game Pass, there's Game Pass Ultimate, there's Switch, there's Switch Plus Expansion Pack, and then the weird permutations of like, do you want the family plan? Do you want gold? Do you want the standard plus? Like, I I don't think it's that far away from what the competitors are doing, I guess is the more accurate way to say it. I would prefer if it was two tiers, but I think if it was two tiers, you would have way fewer people making the jump because if there were two tiers, I don't think the tiers would be 60 and 100. They'd be 60 and 120, right? Because that's clearly how they valued out everything that's included in this new initiative. Yeah. And that would would get... You'd get, like, way less people changing for that. You know, you'd get the hardcore doubling down but 
at, like the, the people you were talking about, like your friends who like want to have more of an access to PlayStation stuff. If you pay it monthly, it's like 15 bucks a month over 10. It's like, yeah, here you go. Or yearly, if you want to drop 100, yeah, there you go. And you got everything. So I, I see why they piecemealed it out that way. I would prefer if it was two, though. I don't think it's a good idea to have three. Yeah, yeah. Also, wait, so if it's so the most expensive, let me see. So on the premium tier, uh, yearly is 120. Monthly, if we're doing that route, 18. That's like about 180. Yeah, 200 something. What's the yearly for um, Game Pass? Like, Ultimate or whatever's their highest tier. Like, what's their yearly rate? I don't know because the way I paid for Game Pass was they have an option that is like, I wouldn't say it's an exploit, but they don't like promote it. Where if you buy gold and you stack, you can stack up to three years of Xbox gold for 50 bucks for a year and then pay for one month of Game Pass, and then it converts automatically to three years of Game Pass Ultimate. So that's like the efficient way to subscribe. Um, and that's how I paid for it, but I don't know the specific number. I'm looking at it for you right now. Wait, you do, wait, you do what type of voodoo magic? What, wait. So let me let me convert it to this PlayStation structure okay. to, to make it make sense. So what I do with my Xbox subscription is I can buy three years of PlayStation Plus at standard price and then pay for one month of, like, to just raise it up. I can pay $18 for this premium tier for one month. And because of whatever reason, because of being consumer-friendly, they're like, hey, you got gold already? We'll just, or sorry, you got plus already? We'll convert the rest of your plus subscription to this uh, premium tier. Off, off of paying just one month? Yeah. And then you don't have to pay that month again? Like, or... No, like, it wouldn't be, like, a monthly recurring thing. It's, like, because you pay... You have a years-long subscription to the base uh, payment, which in the Xbox case is just Xbox Live Gold. Uh, okay. If you buy a month of ultimate the highest tier of our subscription service since you're already a paying member of this other subscription we'll just roll the rest into ultimate for you without having to pay more than just a month of ultimate correct and because i was a first time person my first month is only a dollar okay okay that's okay that's that Seems like a clear exploit. What the fuck? But okay. I mean, I think um, they're aware of it. <laughs> like, they haven't shut it down. It's been that why way is for that like the allowed? past two years. What the fuck is that? Um, That's insane. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. What the so, fuck is that? Yo, I, I listen, man. Yo, if I was, I, if I was full sponsor, I'd be on y'all asses. I'd be, I'd be hey, hey, now hold no, on. I, wait a minute. The, the thing is, I'd I got, be on your asses. When I got oh, my I Series S, I bought two years Shit. of gold, and then I did the conversion for a dollar. <laughs> and then. <laughs> I was like, okay, so once the, the two fuck? years is up, I'll just subscribe. But apparently, like, this is just a thing. So you could stack gold. I could still buy, once my thing's done, I forget when it expires, I could buy three years of gold, pay the 
if it's still 15 at that point, pay 15 for one month and then I'd have another three years of ultimate. I would shut that shit down today. What I mean, the hell? Okay, it's been so like that for years, dude. I don't think it's changing. That is insane. No, I mean, hey, like it is what it is. Yeah. I would shut that shit down. Fuck. You got me fucked up. Hell no. So how much is Game Pass for like a year? Like, like, like what's the annual like sub- subscription tier? So, I don't think you can buy a year at once. Uh, Wait, for real? I don't think so. Um, oh, lo- you like have to pay monthly for Game Pass? No, you can pay monthly or three months, I think. So I think. Damn, for- there's no. Oh. Three months is, I think it's 50. I'm trying to find like an official listing of it. I just got a bunch of like third-party sellers. And then it's $10 a month. Or sorry, 15 a month for Ultimate. Let's see. Okay, so I got the Compare Game Pass. All right, so. Uh, yeah, the Ultimate. Is, okay, um, okay, so it's $40 for three months. a month. 40 for three months. Three, so, for, so 160 if you're playing three months. And then if you're paying by month 15, so that's about 170, about around there. Mm-hmm. No, actually 180. So, oh, so in any permutation, it's cheaper to get premium for the yearly with that 120. Yeah. I I oh, don't I think, think I've damn. seen. Interesting. I don't think I've seen Game Pass for a year. They could sell for a year, but I don't think they do. And that's also for Game Pass Ultimate for the highest tier. That's uh, including the, like, xCloud, PC Game Pass, EA Play, all right. that stuff. Yeah, uh, which I think is fair to compare. I'm just talking about, like, like just, like, the, the highest, highest tier, tier of, yeah. like, both. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you're getting tier. more out of Game Pass Ultimate, but, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. That exploit yelps. Listen, man. Listen, man. Mm-hmm. man. Yeah, but that you, would not fly under my rule. I'll tell you what. That sounds insane. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds crazy. What the? So, hell? the direct comparison to the monthly thing, though, it for the highest tiers, it still is um, cheaper on Game Pass. It just shakes out differently for the yearly thing, which I again I don't know one hundred percent if they do the yearly thing, but um. It's fifteen a month for ultimate. Interesting. 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 Well, yeah. Um. Hmm. Still a lot of questions, of course. Yeah, there's Still a lot, a lot of, of things that you know. what I'm saying. Uh. Yeah. Like we're. I mean, we 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 haven't moved, really. From what we already know, like already knew, I guess the only difference now we have numbers of mm-hmm. games on each tier. Uh, we have more of a robust pricing breakdown as well, um, and yeah, we we have some worst fears that have been confirmed with the PS3 streaming. Um, and what was the other thing? I forgot what was the other thing. No Vita. But, yeah, no fucking Vita. That's that's low key almost worse and more disrespectful. But you know, it is what it is. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can I ask yeah. you one last so, question? Of course. Like, what do you think would have been the realist? Like, how much more beyond what we see here do you think would have been something that would have been universally exciting and positive? Because 
there's absolutely people who are like, yeah, finally we know about it. I'm excited. But I do think a lot of it is just like a, all right. So what what do you think would have made it shift more to that, like, let's fucking go thing? I think we're not far from it, right? Mm -hmm. One, I would do, so the time-limited game trials, as it reads on the blog, (laughs) will also be offered will also be offered in this tier so customers can try select games before they buy. If they said, listen, if you are putting your game on PlayStation Store, right, in the same vein that we have an accepted side work that you got to do for trophy support, right, your game has to be able to be tried by our premium members. Any game. Any game across the board, period. Any any game has to have a either one to six hour parameter dependent on the scale of your game, the genre of your game, etc. Right? I would have made that mandatory for all games. Number one, I think that would have been something that is very intriguing. Um, I think that would have been uh, just 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 a nice bone that is beneficial that will really change the way you interface with your PlayStation console mm-hmm. forever. Right. I think I think that would have been a really cool thing to have that across the board and have a mandatory um, must be supported if you're on PS Store, right? The other one is obvious. Uh, PS3 download, I think, would have been... I think that would have changed the game. Honestly. Like, I think yesterday people would have been going crazy. Yeah. If it was the PS3 download, honestly. Um... So I would say that, um, sure, to a lesser extent. I know, uh, you know, us on Vita Island, a very niche community, uh, I would have loved to see Vita on here as well. Wait, you know hold on, but, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, here we go. Vita yeah, TV so. exists. Is Uncharted playable on that? No. Okay. Actually, are you, are you sure? Double check. <laughs> I can I can double check. Um, yeah, I did think about the Vita TV, which is a whole hypocrisy here because they've yeah, they did it. They fucking, they <laughs> if Uncharted's playable on there, there's no excuse. But the other thing I want to bring up uh, that I did see people talking about uh, more directly, because I don't think, and you and I have had this conversation already, like in the previous weeks, this isn't a Game Pass competitor because they're not going for Game Pass with it. They're doing their own thing. I, The direct comparison I did see from certain communities about the disappointment with the service was that for a financial level and accessibility when it comes to trying to have like know if a game is playable by them it feels bad to have that paywall behind the highest tier because if you have people who can throw 120 bucks why would they one need to try the game and the other thing is um i know game Pass has a bit had a very big and microsoft and xbox in general like the adaptive controller uh like praise for being able to try something rather than spending your money on it to see if you can even physically play it. So that was a conversation that came up with the game trials as well that I didn't consider when I saw that it was put behind the the top tier. Um, but I wanted to just bring that up as a just a point about it because I, I did completely forget it was the highest tier for that. Feature. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess I can see that. Um. No. Golden Abyss is not playable on the PlayStation TV. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. Damn, there's a lot of good games that you can't play on it, bro. You can't play Unit 13 on the TV? What? 
But hey, there's a lot of games that they figured out. Oh, you can't play the side the slide trilogy or the Ratchet and Clank trilogy on PSTV, bro. Or the Ratchet and uh not Ratchet, the Jack and Daxter trilogy. Damn. 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 I mean to be fair, I believe the the Vita versions of those trilogies were kinda of borked. So Damn. But yeah, I mean, hey, to your you know, to your credit as well, they have they they did I'm not sure if there was extra work that went into it, but there are games that are playable without the Vita hardware itself yeah. on PlayStation TV. Yeah, and you so. would think like Uncharted is on that Zelda level that like we could make a team fix like change the input to this button instead of the the gimmick thing and cause yeah, it's like it's Uncharted, I mean, you know, it's not gonna be every game, but not that, but like also, I mean, look, like I'm not, I'm not, you know. This this may be a ignorant comment, sure, by all means, whatever, rip me apart, whatever. But um, Nixus, yeah, they Wait, they can't assist at all. That's like, I know, I know they specialize in PC, but like you're telling me they can't help at all. Yeah, really, I, I brought really? them up earlier. Uh, <laughs> like, come on, because you would think, but I, I do think that acquisition was just because they're branching out in PC and they don't want to distract from that. I think. Yeah, which I get, but bro, like, you don't even fucking live. It's like, hey. No, they should have a team. That's the thing. Blue Point, get back in your place. Hey, hey, hey now. Do your remasters. Blue Point have, 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 they've, they've, they've proven themselves a high quality studio. I'm cool with them doing whatever. You know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, when have they lit, like, would it have been awesome if it was like, hey, uh, this, uh, PS3, you know, download initiative was brought to you by the great members over at Nexus. You know, we have now incorporated a small community within Nexus that will be dedicated to porting these PS3 games and Vita games, making sure they are playable on the service. That would have probably brought a a tear to my eye, Mm -hmm. you know? Damn. Yeah, I hate to see it. Yep. So, Kevin Diaz, PlayStation fan, Christian Buckley, PlayStation fan, June 2022, what tier will you be subscribing at? <laughs> that premium, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a fucking sellout. I'm a fucking shell. Yeah. Uh, now, um, premium, um, obviously for coverage reasons, but sure. also because, like, I do think for $120, it's a good value. I, I, I At least for me personally, you know. Um, yeah, there are some sore spots here and there, um, but I think I'll be consistent from here on out and I'll probably say like, that's not the tier that I think the majority of gamers should, should subscribe through. I subscribe to, I do feel like if you are looking to get a little bit more out of your subscription, right. And if that catalog of games on that extra tier, ju- you know, on that tier for the extra tier does entice you. And I feel like it probably will because there are PS4 and PS5 games that will be on that list. Mm-hmm. And that's the focus. Um, I think that's a great place for a lot of people that are looking to get a little bit more out of their subscription right um and i think the pricing there is really good as well with uh it being 15 a month or 100 dollars a year you know um i think i think i think that's going to be the sweet spot as well for those that are looking to upgrade um but yeah for me it's gonna be premium definitely yeah i am cool where I'm at at the moment. Like I said, I'm curious to see what they do with the PS2 stuff because that's the thing that could get me uh, to level up. I, I would love if, I know it's a pipe dream, I'd love if they implemented not exactly one-to-one, but like 
a general resolution and performance buff for the PS2 games and trophies, that would absolutely get me. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not moving uh, unless I, I I see stuff that specifically is tailored to the things I I want to see out of them. Because um, I think PlayStation Plus as it is is also still really good, uh, and I hope it doesn't go uh, the games of the gold path where because we have the thing people are paying more for, those get yeah. preferential treatment, which I'm kind of expecting that extra tier is going to start getting the banger PS Plus titles and that PS4 and PS5 thing. Um, but uh, oh, that's a, Yeah, that's a good point, yo. We don't want to see the essential tier go down, the, go down the games with gold route. Oh, that'd be fucking devastating. Yeah. That would be devastating. Cause like, yeah, oh, man. Damn. In my almost, I think, year of having an Xbox, I think I've claimed, like, f- four, maybe, games from Games oh, of Gold. Are you one of those that just, like, disregard it? Oh, no. I, I at least claim every everything on my account, you know? I mean... Just because, you know? Sure. But, I mean, like... I, I for for this month I claimed SpongeBob Truth or Square that was on Xbox. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll play that at some point. I'll I'll grab it. I cannot tell you what the other ones were. <laughs> so like, um, oh, oh, so you're, yeah. I, I mean, like in my opinion, there's no reason to not. No, if you're paying for it and it's offered to you. You fuck it. Like, I might as well just add it. Whatever. Sure, but like I'm not. Yeah. They don't have my money because I want games with gold. <laughs> You know, like they have my money because I want Game Pass. Um, well, yeah, but like it's it's you're you're still paying for it. You know, I, I guess, dude. <laughs> I think the things that I thought were worthy enough, I got like Injustice, I got um, the SpongeBob game, and I'm sure there are a few others that I can't think. of. Oh, I got a Conquer, I think, and a couple other Conquer. things. So, but PlayStation, I usually because especially the past couple of years, past two, I think specifically have been really impressive. Um, PS Plus, I, I usually claim everything. Mm. So, I, I just I hope that continues is the thing. So, but I think that wraps up PlayStation's big subscription announcement. Uh, I'm doing a quick scan of Twitter to see if that news dropped. There's nothing. TBD. I bet it happens, Kevin, like 15 minutes from now. But until next episode, when we have a full scope of what happened this week, where can everybody find you? I I got your last breaking news installment of the show. It's a joke. I can um, tell by your voice. I, what is it? No, 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 no. It's not. As we said last week, uh, I went to the Final Fantasy Remake Orchestra. Oh, okay. uh, yes, yes, yes. It was, uh, it was, it, 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 it was fucking fantastic. Let me tell you something. Yo. That live performance of Hollow. I know that's something that. A lot of people will never experience. I'm so happy that like I saw that in person. Hell yeah. <laughs> that shit was insane. Um uh shout out to uh the um oh my god. The conductor? Like but like a real one? Like not like me, but like a real music conductor? Is that mm. the crate is that the right 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 yes. term? He like he like walked off at the end, we're like, oh damn. Where the hell was uh, One Winged Angel? Where's Where's Eric's theme? And he came back and he played those two bangers, you know, hey. to end off. So that was fire. Um, great night. Um, you were asking about drinks. They had no custom drinks. Very very. Fo- they also had no 
um uh program that I thought I would get. Like I thought Damn. everyone got like a program that you know I know there was something like the merch line. I'm like, damn, but I ain't trying to wait in the merch line because it was hella, it was long as hell, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I got none to show for it, but I do have my mental memory of it. So, and that's, and that's really all, I guess that's more, I guess I kind of, you know, I think that's more meta, right? With the live stream being about memory, sure. it makes sense, you know, that, 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 that memory persists forever and the live stream of me going to the orchestra. You know what I'm saying, um, but yeah, you 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 YouTube.com says PlayStation Source. Uh, we're gonna be talking about some stuff this week. Not sure what. I'm still trying to get back into the swing of, you know, being home and everything. Um, but I'm gonna be gone next weekend as well. So you hate to see that as well. But we'll be here. We're gonna talk about Returnal. You know what I'm saying? Doing our thing. Um, Twitter at PSSource vids. All the good stuff. Very nice. Uh. You can find me on Twitter and TikTok at ChunTD2. Shows available on podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. Just look up JoyClicks Gamescast and you'll find it. Rating and reviewing takes a quick second and helps the show out a ton, so we'd appreciate it if you did it. And if you want to help us out further, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash joyclicks at the $1 and $5 tiers. 5 bucks will give you producer credit on every show we produce, like Aaron Easton and Jose Garcia. So thank you very much. And, um... I got three things to say. But uh, NetEase is acquiring Quantic Dream. That isn't the news. That's probably not the big news, but that's a news thing. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is coming to Nintendo Switch, according to Activision's official support site. And happy anniversary, Kingdom Hearts. Wait, is Black Ops 4 really coming to Switch? What? Apparently, dude. I don't know. I, I, I checked the NES bot feed. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I like Treyarch, but why that one? <laughs> like, I mean, Black Ops why? One, dude. Split screen. <sighs> let me use the Joy-Con. Split it up. Get that going. Yeah. Why Black Ops Four? It's not necessarily bad, but why that one? Yeah. Hmm. Well, interesting. Until next week, it's pizza time. It's pizza time. Uh-huh.